0: Hi, this is Sensei James Leonelli from Sensei's Weekly Mindset, and I'm here to talk to you about BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this football season. Find all of the latest football league developments, game matchups, news, including this year's opening week's games. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite sports, including MLB, boxing, golf, and my personal favorite, MMA. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at Bet online as well. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in the action. BetOnline.net, where the game starts. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Sensei's Weekly Mindset. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Shulman's here in Smithtown. Once again, I am back in my home recording space, ready to give you guys this week's food for thought, this week's mindset. As we do, uh, I just want to address a couple of quick things. Number one, uh, before we get into the mindset of the week, I know a bunch of you guys have been going to my link tree here and you've been trying to... Put in donations for my stop soldier suicide fundraiser, which is still underway through the end of the week. And the link hasn't been working. And I've been going back and forth with people who know social media way better than me, trying to understand why. And, uh, after like much, much, much testing yesterday, uh, testing it on, you know, the computers in my school, testing it, you know, on three or four other people's cell phones, sending it to them and just having them try it. I believe I finally have the link available, ready, and and open for a person to be able to donate to my fundraiser for Stop Soldier Suicide. So I know I've said it before. <laughs> I realize I've said it before. And I do my best not to lie to you guys. I only give you the information that I have. But now, after a bunch of testing, I'm confident enough to say that if you wanted to donate to Stop Soldier Suicide, all you've got to do here is go to my link tree. Once you go to my link tree, linktr.ee slash sensei, S-E-N-S-E-I, Leonelli, L-E-O-N-E-L-L-I. Scroll down to the bottom and you can see my my fundraiser for Stop Soldier Suicide. You'll be able to click on that, see the opening link, or rather the opening post. Click on it one step further and you'll be able to donate, should you want to donate, to USAA's fundraiser of Stop Soldier Suicide. I've been posting updates on how far me and my pups have run uh, in the Stop Soldier Suicide Uh, challenge. I know it's supposed to be walk your dogs, but that's not really me. So uh, the vast majority of these miles have been run and uh, effective as of yesterday. I haven't run them yet today, but as of yesterday, we were over 46 miles uh, in about three weeks. So again, I'm I'm trying to get well over 50 by the time this is over. Somebody else put 52 up the other day in the uh, stop soldier suicide post. So I decided to myself, well, I've got to be 52. That's just who I am. So moving forward, just keep an eye out for that. And again, if you'd like to donate, you can see my Instagram story or my link tree. So let's get to this week's uh, weekly mindset. I'm, uh, my furry co-host has decided to take his services downstairs. So I'm talking to you by myself today. But nonetheless, um, I wanted to talk to you guys about a conversation uh, that myself and Mrs. Sensei had yesterday. You know, I always have ideas as to what I want to talk about every week as we as we sit down here. And as I'm getting ready to record, I always have a bunch of things in my mind and I have a running list of things that I wanted to talk about. But every once in a while, I'm reminded of something, either by a conversation that I've had or something that occurred in my school or in my life. And those type of things make me say to myself, hey, let's take that little pause and let's put that some of the other things you're planning. Let's push them back a little bit. And instead, let's focus our time and effort on this thing that happened right now. So. Yesterday, uh, myself and Mrs. Sensei had uh had a occurrence to have a conversation with a gentleman who is very, very financially successful. Um, uh, I, I would go into details as to how, but he's very, very, uh, he holds a lot of commercial real estate down here on the South Shore of Long Island. Um, and he, he owns a ton. Like he has leases for, you know, 7 and all this other stuff. Uh, that lease his land in order to be, build their 7-Eleven or so forth. And, um, you know, he's very well off. Um, when we, when we walked up to his house, um, to, to drop off what we needed to drop off, he's got a big boat in the driveway. He's got a nice truck, like the highest line truck, uh, in his driveway. And he's in his driveway on, or rather in his garage on his phone. And he's polishing his Porsche, which is next to his Bentley and his Lexus is on the other side. So very su- financially successful guy. And a very captivating speaker. And uh, he gave us a lot of worldly advice, which is very kind of him. He's a retirement age guy in his 60s, he mentioned. Loves to talk. I don't fault him for that. That's something I'd say we have in common. But uh, one thing he kept going back to over and over and over again that spoke to me so, so vividly is the value of spending time around positive people and the value of avoiding the negative people. Because the reality is, in everybody's circle, there's some people that are super positive, there are some people that are super negative. And you have those people who are kind of your tweeners, who like depending on the day and depending on the circumstance, they can interpret some things in a really positive light, but other things they might interpret in a really negative light. And I think that's a little more of what we would call average of where most people lie is in that average kind of place where, you know, things are negative. If there are, if there is bad news going on, we're aware of the bad news and we're not afraid to be a little negative on, on it. But if there's positive stuff, we're not uh, having a hard time recognizing that positive stuff. Instead, what I want to focus on is, is what happens to us when we surround ourselves or when we allow those negative people into our, our, our circle, when we allow ourselves to spend time with them. Now, don't get me wrong. There is a big difference because, between one of your friends or family members or whomever who has tragedy of some kind bestow them, who has received bad medical news, lost their job. And like those things, okay, those things are negative. And if they're going to need somebody to talk to, that's one thing completely. I'm talking about the person who, when your phone rings and you pick up the phone and you look at the name on the caller ID, and you see their name on the caller ID. And the first thing you do is take a real big sigh. And the second thing you do is you ask yourself if you have the energy to deal with this. Th- those are the people I'm focused on. Right? There are certain people who I look at my phone and I'm like, do I have two hours? Because I know this conversation is going to be two hours. But then there's the other people who I'm like, I don't, don't want to deal with this person. I don't want to deal with them today. And I-, I think we all understand why. All right, let's describe the person a little further, and then let's talk about why it's such an issue for us, why these energy vampires are such a big deal. So describing the person here, these are the type of person, I, I once heard them described to me, I thought very eloquently, as, uh, energy, as uh, the chicken littles of the world. No matter what's going on in their world, the sky is always falling. But most importantly, the sky is always falling on them. That's the key thing about the chicken little story. You guys are, hopefully you guys are familiar. Chicken little's under a tree. An apple falls on his head. And as the apple falls on his head, he doesn't know what it is and declares the sky is falling. The sky is falling. And he runs around declaring to everybody the sky is falling. But again, no one else has seen the sky fall. It's only falling on him. In the same vein, we have those people in our circle who, when they, when you talk to them about anything, it's always the worst thing ever. And it's always happening. To them. Nobody else. It's not impacting anybody else like that. Right? You know, and obviously we have some major life events where these things are truth, right? If one of your parents gets ill and, and you know, they're not doing well health wise, yes, that's a big deal. Not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the perfect life. Oh, the traffic was so bad today. It made me so late. Made everybody late. Didn't just make you late, made everybody. Hey, right? If the traffic was that bad. They take everything and every negative thing in the world seems to have a mirror attached to it. And they can see themselves in everything negative that's going on. They don't find the positive in anything. And those are the people that we, that we think of when we think about these energy vampires, these negative, negative people. Right. Think about the person who you know who can find a way to take something that other people would either be completely indifferent about, or completely positive about. And how they can find a way to spin it into negative. Right? Like, Mr. Sensei has a friend. And he's a coworker, And I would consider him a friend, too. And really great guy. Honestly, he's one of those people, if you need anything, he's that person. But his favorite thing to do in the world, and he'll never admit this out loud, is complain. He loves to complain. He's not happy unless he has something to complain about. Uh, he's a gearhead. He's very big into cars. And he continually undertakes... These projects, these car projects that he voluntarily takes on. No one says, hey, you have to do this project, right? There It isn't like he's doesn't have a bunch of running cars that could do what he wants them to do. He just wants to do this. So because he wants to do whatever this thing is, he buries himself in. He goes right after it 100%. And while he goes right after it 100%, he complains about it the whole time oh man, I got to do this with this thing and I got to do this with this thing and this went wrong and that went wrong and I tried to do this, but it was harder than I thought it was going to be and now I got to do this and this and this. Always something to complain about in this project that he voluntarily takes on. Now, luckily for him, the only thing he ever gets negative about is that kind of stuff. Most other things he can find the positive light and even when he gets annoyed at his sister who's about his age, is also an adult who has a couple of kids. He can be angry at his sister, but be happy about his, his nephews. So not not completely the chicken littles of the world, but you see my point, he voluntarily takes something that should be a fun project for him that he enjoys, that's in the world that he enjoys being a part of. And he finds a way to turn it negative, even though he's the one that chose it. Now, now that we understand who these chicken littles are, who these energy vampires are, who these negative people are, right? Let's understand why we don't like dealing with them. I know you guys are like me and that you have those people in your circle who they've been in your circle for such a long time, whether they're a friend, a coworker, a family member, and they've been a part of your circle for so long. And even though you know oftentimes the conversation is going to head in a direction that's going to be negative, you're like, you know what? I'll start, I'll, I'll, I'll still have the conversation anyway because I love this person. They've been a part of my circle for forever. So you have the conversation, and while you do, it starts. The the channel flips, they find their way in that negative direction. And as they find that way in that negative direction, you know you can't argue with them because you know arguing with them, now you become the next thing they're going to complain about, and then you get into a whole argument over something you don't actually care about. And honestly, they don't actually care about it either. They just want someone to recognize their, 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 their pain, their discomfort, their uh, the, the thing that's going wrong in their world. So we just sit there and we aha uh-huh them to death. And as we aha, uh-huh, aha, uh-huh, yeah, totally. Oh, I, I 100% get it. Right? As <laughs> we're doing that and we're placating them, this funky thing happens in ourselves. Where throughout the conversation, it starts to take a turn. And now we're contributing to the conversation. And what's happening? We're not contributing the conversation by turning it to a positive light. We're not. We're finding a way to make it more and more negative. We're finding our own things to complain about. We're finding our own things to be negative about. We're finding our own things to be upset with. And now they're being negative about something to us and then we're being negative about something back. And man, we're both just upset at the world now. For whatever the reason is that we're both upset at the world. And then what happens when you hang up the phone? You don't hang up the phone and switch back to where you were before. No, it's not the way it works. Instead, you hang up the phone and now you're walking around angry muttering to yourself like the bad guys in home. You're cursing under your breath. You're angry at everything. Everything you see is aggravating you, right? You look at your dog that wants to play with you and you're like, I don't want to play right now. I got things to be upset about. (laughs) <laughs> you're, you're you're tuned in such a negative direction now. Why? Because that person took your own antenna and they tuned it over to the negative side. They just turned it just a little bit for you and now it's on the negative side. And it takes a while, for absolutely no reason at all, it takes a while for you to escape that negativity, for you to escape that negative place. And you find yourself, it like ruins your whole day. You did the right thing by your friend and you picked up the phone. Or the right thing by your family member, and you picked up the phone. And because they were just complaining about stuff, now you find yourself complaining about it too. And not only what they were complaining about, but other stuff too. You start buying into that stream of negativity, and you're you're headed down in full steam ahead. And then someone calls you and why 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 are you so negative? What's up with you right now? Or you just see people treating you differently. And you're like why are they treating me differently? And then you realize it's because you're acting differently. So then you have to take a deep breath and hopefully before the end of your day, you're able to recollect yourself and realize what's going on and what's going wrong. So as a result, this person from that one conversation has transformed your your mood, your day, how other people are treating you, all this stuff, just because of one conversation that you had with them. In my opinion, it's not worth it. It's not worth it because even though you did the right thing by your friend, did they do the right thing by you? No they they turned it the, the wrong way now so that raises the better question how do you, how do you deal with this person how do you deal with these with these chicken little's of the world which is going to be today's episode title by the way chicken little's of the world <laughs> but nonetheless um uh how do you deal with this person because you're you're at a bit of an impasse i don't know if you like me like i i, I I was having a conversation last night with my instructor class and we were talking about people who used to be in my school and so forth. And one thing I kind of pride myself on is that I'm not really a big one for holding grudges. Like, you don't, you have to really egregiously do me wrong in order for me to hold a grudge for a really long time. You know, there's a couple of people who are on that list, but none of them were, are my students. I don't, I don't see the reason. I don't see the purpose. Right. Um, but nonetheless, not being the type of person that holds a grudge, right? I'm also, I, I pride myself on being a reasonably compassionate person that I'm very willing to give a person a second and a third and a fourth chance. And I have a hard time cutting someone out of my circle unless they've done something very, very egregious. Unless they've done something very, uh, you know, uh, that's a big deal. You know, that that's uh, uh, really wounded. Not just being in a bad mood sometimes, or most of the time, I should say. So how do you deal with this person then? What do you do if you love this person enough that you're going to keep the connection intact? Or if you um, find yourself with a person who you're stuck being connected to, a family member, right, parents, siblings, someone like that, who you're like, like, listen, they're always going to be my mom, my dad, my brother, my sister. What do you do? How do you deal with this person? And I think there's a couple of things that you can do. First and foremost, um, I think the smarter thing to do with those people, and it's th- it's honestly more difficult than it sounds, is you be the one to initiate conversations, right? There are certain friends that I have that they always call me. Certain friends, I always call them. And there are certain friends who it goes back and forth. If they're a friend right now that's calling you all the time, you know why they're calling you. They're calling you to complain. They're calling you to suck to suck you down that negative, or that negative tidal wave. They're trying to get you to have the sky fall. They want you to know how the sky is falling on them. And they want the sky to fall on you too. So you can flip the script. How do you flip the script? Simply, you pick up the phone. If you're thinking to yourself, I haven't heard from Tom in a really long time. Uh-oh. <laughs> you know it's only a matter of time before Tom, Tom is calling you to complain. So you pick up the phone. You call Tom. And you talk talk to Tom about all the positive things in your life. Right? And then as you're talking to Tom, ask, personable, ask a couple little things, but don't let him go too far. How would a wife or a kid or whatever? How's your job? Blah, 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 blah. Brief little things. And every time he starts to say something, whatever, change the subject quick. That brings me to the second method of to how to deal with this person. And that is when they do call you and they're running down that negative road. Um, the thing to do is to change the subject as quickly as you can, you know. And you could do that in a super simple way, super simple way, like just simply changing the subject. They're talking about someone at their job that they they're, uh, they can't stand, you know. Oh, oh, yeah, that reminds me of this guy at my job. And then you pull them back towards your job and turn it into a positive thing. You can do that, and hopefully steer the conversation away. Uh, it's like with certain people in my circle, I know anything I bring up. Anything even close to like, even if it's, if you could throw a baseball at politics from, from where the subject that we're on, they'll find a way to turn the conversation to politics. So I make sure that if they start going that direction, I pull them back quick because I'm not running down that road with them. All right. By the same token, these people, I'm not going to let them run down that negative road too, too often. All right. And the other way you can do it is just be blunt, which is a lot more easy for some people than it isn't. I don't want to talk about that anymore, man. Let, let's, t- let's talk about something happier. A little bit of blunt sometimes goes a really long way. I had the pleasure of spending some time with Sensei Mike Marchand from our Colmar, Pennsylvania location uh late last week. And he, he's a very blunt guy. He's very straightforward to the point, but in a really kind way. He's not a guy who when you talk to, even if he is blunt with you, you're not like, wow, what a jerk. You're like, wow, that guy cares. Like He doesn't beat around the bush or anything. He's very blunt and straight ahead in how he speaks to people. And it it works very well for him because of who he is as a person because it comes from a place of genuine care. So uh, being a little blunt with that person right away and telling him, yeah, I don't want to talk about that anymore. Just cutting it out. The other thing you can do, in my opinion, is acknowledge when you hear yourself headed down that same direction. I was having a conversation with another sensei, ironically, another sensei, Mike, sensei, Mike Stein, uh, a week or two ago. And we're on the phone and we're going over whatever we needed to go over. And something had happened. I forget what I was telling, telling him about it. And so that's how little of a deal it was that I don't even remember it now. And it's like a week and a half later. And I, I caught myself at the end of the conversation. He's like, all right, man, I got to go. And I realized he was cutting me off because I was running down the road. He was doing exactly what I would tell somebody else to do. And uh, <laughs> I texted him later. I was like, I saw what I was doing there. Thanks, thanks for derailing me. He's like, anytime, right? Because at the end of the day, that's what a friend does. They don't let you run down that negative road. So that's what you need to do. Don't let that friend run down that negative road and don't let them pull you down it either. Because if you can stay away from the negativity, you'll be amazed how much of a better place that you can be in. So this week, as we're looking forward, avoid those chicken littles. And if you have to deal with them, find a way to steer chicken little away from the sky that might be falling. So that's all I have for you guys today. Uh, As always, you can reach me via email, senseileonelli at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at sensei underscore leonelli. Pay attention to Instagram in the next little while. I'm working on something pretty cool with Magic Mind. So you'll see that popping up and you'll hear a little bit more about it in the next podcast or so. Uh, Again, you can find my school online, tsksmithtown.com, right up here. And then in addition to, to that, you can also find us on social media, facebook we're facebook.com slash tiger shulmans uh, smithtown we're on twitter and instagram at tsmma underscore smithtown we're on that's twitter and instagram you can find out more about the tiger shulmans organization as a whole at tsk.com you can find the podcast on instagram at sensei's weekly mindset Uh, you can find everywhere i am on the internet on my link tree as mentioned earlier again pictured here in the video over to my left here uh, link tr.ee slash sensei s e n s e i Leonelli L e o n e l l i and like I said previously, um, my finally I have the uh link for my Stop Soldier Suicide donation live working public. So if you guys would like to donate to Stop Soldier Suicide, you have till the end of the week. Thank you in advance for that. As always, my friends, uh, I will see you guys next time. Until next week, make sure to invest in yourselves. And I'll see you guys on the mat.